2: thing we need to do a video podcast so
3: everybody can watch you dance to that opening song because it yeah. is
2: glorious
3: welcome I everyone have been honestly we've been the best youtube video yeah we had views to the roof a billion billions yeah.
2: that's what they want to watch
4: nobody nobody wants to see this <laughs> nobody wants to see
2: 30 some almost 30 year old men
3: Almost thirty. Almost thirty. What are you? You mean almost forty for you two? Shut
4: it. Yeah, he's he's giving you the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving you. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah Almost I know. thirty. I
2: don't nobody needs yeah, to know. I'm so still thirty. Still counts. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. you're thirty. I got one more year. I don't know about the other I'm going one. i milk but it you're like thirty. A... Yeah. <laughs> so Hold on tight to that three. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode three of A Winner Is You. We continue to plug along here. We're back again for another one but we're missing one of our one of our good friends Sean's not here today but we do have Drew and Adam to join us guys we're back again
4: we are it's a glorious week
2: it's this glorious. time this
4: time it's weekly everyone we didn't we didn't skip a week
3: this time we're not right. maybe that's
4: why Sean's not here he uh he couldn't take it
3: he couldn't I, take the I heat. was going to say he partied too hard for his birthday he's still um, recovering probably it could be a it. two.
2: It was the big three <laughs> zero.
3: He's just he's just in VR shitting himself playing <laughs> Resident Evil. <laughs> he's no. been doing that for a week. <laughs> that's not too far off how I was after my third. <laughs> birthday, so well, that's true.
2: That's true. That's not too far. On it's not too far off on uh, how I play VR too when I play any horror game. <laughs> I usually shitting myself <laughs> quite frequently because it is terrifying. So. We've got a somewhat of a packed show here. We got we we've been trying to keep it to five topics and we're up to seven somehow at the last minute. But that's okay. I think it'll be in somewhat quick topics to go through, but we'll get down the list right away. Let's get it started and tell everybody what's on the game board for this week. We're going to do a little follow-up to our we to talk last week about the Steam Summer Sale and, and see what uh, see what's on their uh, horizon for games that we bought and we're, we're starting to play. We got to talk about the July free games for PlayStation Plus and the Xbox. We uh, have a little PlayStation Summer Sale going on right now as well, so we're going to talk a little about that. A little Call of Duty update to their online multiplayer. We're going to talk a little gaming chairs. Few of us have, have recently bought some new chairs since we're all working from home, and there's some fun different chairs that are coming out that you can get that are in the style of gaming. Finally, I got to talk a little NBA Jam and some recent news that came out from the old school game. That's going to be our probably our closing topic. I also have a little bit of a humble brag of a of a recent article that got released as well in my personal life, so... We'll talk about that as well. So let's get into it. I still don't think I have a. Well, you know what? Here, we'll play this. <laughs> That's beautiful. Like that one. Like it. Yeah. Well, Mike Tyson's punch out. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's classic.
4: It's a good one.
2: Well, the Steam Summer Sale is pretty much wrapped up. I know I spent over a hundred bucks on my games. Drew, (laughs) you have one hundred thirty-seven thousand points. You must have spent a shitload (laughs) of money, apparently.
4: (laughs) uh not on on the summer sale i think uh i think i reaped the benefit of ordering an index this year i think a lot of that money went right into points uh i still don't know exactly what you use those points for but maybe we'll figure that out uh you can get along the way
2: here you can get awesome avatars and uh you know like emojis that you can put on there and Ah. stickers
4: did you actually use the adjective "awesome" there for I some reason? Did
2: because <laughs> yeah, awesome trying stickers. to make the sale here. Oh. <laughs> oh,
4: I screwed that one up. So Steam, uh, call us. We'll, we'll do a yeah. partner up. Right. Look
2: at yeah, us. Promote uh, your product.
3: Gabe, get on the phone. We're ready. You get it? Yeah,
2: Mister Mister Steam.
3: So I I was able to you know. Uh,
4: keep myself from spreading too much money this week. Or I only I bought three games. Uh, one of which I talked about buying. I was talking about Westworld. Uh, I got a little bit of the way through that. It's uh, it's a good game. It's a slight horror element to it. Maybe not even slight. A, a little bit of a horror element to it. Uh, gets a little freaky at times. And I think if you're a fan of the Westworld series, uh, this really it doesn't have any of the same characters, or at least not yet, as the Westworld series, but it's still a, it's in line with the series, so it's it's a good game. You should give it a shot. Uh, it's a good VR game at that. Uh, the second one I picked up is called Onward, and this is kind of a shot in the dark for me. I think it's pretty new, and it's a first-person shooter VR game. So in the past, if you're experienced with VR at all, you've heard a, a lot about this uh, game called Pavlov. I think that was one of the first VR shooter games that was out there. Uh, multiplayer. So there's like there's a there's a couple other single-player ones like H3VR, uh, Horseshoes, Hot Dogs, and Hand Grenades, which is definitely a favorite of mine. And when we talk about VR Ooh. extensively, that will come up. Uh, but uh, Onward is along the lines of a online multiplayer first-person shooter, but for VR. Uh, oh. So I haven't actually been able to get into it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It looks really good. It's supposed to be super tactical. So it's not a lot of run and gun. I think there's very limited ammo. Uh, The maps seem to be laid out really well. Uh, So it's really kind of a grown-up first-person shooter. It's not the Call of Duties and Battlefields. You know, you're with 12-year-olds yelling obscenities at you all day and making you feel bad. Uh, I think this should be a little bit more grown-up. It seems more tactical. So uh, I will fill you in more when I actually get into it. And then the third one... DPP you're going to be pretty excited about this one uh, I sent you a screenshot Super Mega Baseball 3 I picked it up and <laughs> uh, I think my caption in the screenshot I sent you was I have no idea what the hell I'm doing uh, and that's <laughs> I think that's because I am not a sports uh, guy in general uh, I'm not really a sports game person but I fig- you know, after your glowing review I figured I should pick it up and give it a shot Uh, it's definitely, it's definitely the right level of simulation versus arcade. It definitely has a good arcade element to it. Uh, but at the same time, you don't feel like it's just hit a button and hit the ball or hit a button and pitch down the center. You, there is some skill element to it, which, uh, this is coming from all of one three inning game that I've played, but it's, uh, it's working out. I I think it's good. And I think it's going to, it's going to draw me back to play some more, so. Good recommendation.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's not quite like RBI baseball of, of the day or anything like that or Ken Griffey Jr.'s. It's got a little more of that simulation element to it. And One of the things I really like about that one too is it, it gives you a good guidance at the beginning, a little bit of a training as you go through like, like, like your first game. And then other things you need to remember is that batters will remember pitches. And, like, if you keep throwing the same pitch, they'll start to remember it or, you know, if you throw two pitches the same in a row, they'll start to anticipate that pitch. So you got to make sure you, you know, are throwing pitches in different spots in the strike zones and different styles of pitches and, and things like that to keep them guessing and get more strikeouts and things. So it's, you know, it has a lot of strategy to it, but yet it's still pretty simplistic in its gameplay if you want it to be.
4: I think for me, it definitely got a little bit overwhelming just in that first game. They start throwing a lot more at you as the game goes on. Uh, especially when it comes to different perks that different players have based, you know, this, this guy hits harder when it's pitched outside, this guy hits harder when it's pitched inside and different, you know, against left-handers versus right-handers. And then, especially when they start talking about, you know, the the pitchers, especially getting tired and starting to lose stamina and things like that. So I think, I think some of that was a, a little bit more than I was expecting. I think from the look of it, you're expecting very arcade and it, it's not. It there is definitely some simulation aspects to it. So yeah. I think I got a little overwhelmed in that first game. <laughs> but uh that that's pretty easy to do with me in sports games.
2: So and that's <laughs> don't and, and take some that of that stuff is new. That's new to this year too. They didn't have that before where that kind of specialty yeah. things of like yeah, the batter if he's on two strikes he's he is more focused and hits better gets better hits or uh, you know yeah, you bet better against left handers and that's all kind of new to this year, so it's kinda of neat. Um one of their new elements that they've added for the for the new uh, for the third one i guess
3: did so, you yeah. guys did you guys ever play um well, I don't think you did drew because you didn't play really sports games but uh the bigs too or the bigs um I believe it was a two k baseball game and it was like exactly how this sounds where it's you get some realism of how the game like how baseball is actually played but it's an in an arcade environment. I only remember the bigs. Um, I had to look it up. The only reason I remembered what it was is because Prince Fielder was on the cover. So I was like, okay. that's a Milwaukee Brewer. I got to get that game, you know, because that's how our brains work uh, in Wisconsin. And then um, it definitely had that feel where it's all kind of, they all kind of look like an arcade version of themselves, which I really enjoyed. Um, so sounds like I'd really enjoy this game. I should probably try it out.
2: Um oh, yeah. I would highly recommend it for sure. Cause and I like should. the
3: mix because it keeps it yeah. interesting. If you play it where it's like the show, which is, it looks good. It's kind of the same game every year. Uh, but it's kind of boring. I it, like, I really love baseball. it's my favorite sport, but it is hard when it's not playoffs or the pennant race or anything to watch a four hour plus game on TV. <laughs> and that's kind of what you do when you play a full game of the show. Um, yeah, this was yeah. yeah. a lot. Was a lot faster. Obviously, it's only you know,
2: obviously just awesome. it's a video game, so you're playing only an hour or so for a full game if you want to. And the the players don't look like the real MLB players because obviously they don't have the license. But sure. you can do some, you can do some uh, basic editing of the player to make them just look different. But they there's no way you're gonna get them to look like their actual counterparts in MLB. But which is not a big deal, but you can edit their names. You can edit their stats. You can mm-hmm. edit positions. ever You can literally edit everything about the game for the, as, as much as you want, really. So it's kind of awesome that in that sense.
3: What was yeah, the, I was uh, just going to say, what was the pricing on it? Is it like a mid-level? So on Steam, full price is
4: $45. It's sure. 15% off right now in the sale, so it's at thirty-eight twenty-four. Nice. 24 um, Nice. I think it's worth the pickup for thirty-eight bucks. You know, under forty bucks, it's definitely a full-fledged game. Uh, all the reviews are very positive, and you know, it's a brand new game. It just got released in you know middle of May, so it's you know for a brand new game that's a fully-fledged game. You know, it's not an early access; it's completely released, and it's a it seems like a good game for thirty-eight bucks. That's not a bad deal. No, not at all. So right. and then I think there's also an online version. So I think if all three of us have it, that that could be fun. We might have to get a game going.
2: We could play online. It'd be interesting. I wonder if it goes cross-platform though, because I did buy it for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, I don't so, know. We'd have to look that up. I don't I'm have know. Have to check. I don't know. It would be interesting though. Yeah, maybe I'll, you know, if it if it is an option and we can do it, maybe I'll plug down a few extra bucks and get it on the on Steam it's... as well, because the game's awesome and it's well worth it, and I love being able to play it. On the switch as well, to when I'm sitting in front of a TV and get a game in, it's kind of fun. So,
4: and I and I think if you two are on different teams, it's probably a disadvantage on whoever's team I'm on. So, I think <laughs> I think we'll be okay.
3: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I'll put you out in right field. That's that's, that's what i used to. That's
2: what I played when that's I was the, in baseball.
3: That's the little league way. Throw them yeah. out in right field. They're, you're fine
4: picking dandelions and just staring at the ground. <laughs> that's my
2: specialty. <laughs> I can do that real well. <laughs> well, I'm also interested in, in Westworld too, because I did pick that up as well. I have not started it though, so I'm I'm definitely uh pretty interested in how that goes.
4: So I would I would recommend. So I know I know how you feel about horror games. And I'm just gonna preface this that it is there are horror elements to it. So you're gonna have to be okay with that and have to just get through it. Especially there's like the first half hour or so it's a semi tutorial area and i think they kind of up the horror at the beginning to kind of get you into it so just make it through that give it an hour make it through that first kind of tutorial area and you'll be okay, okay. so cuz after i got out of there it seemed to the, the space opened up a lot like there's still jump scares and things like that so you still have the horror element but it didn't seem as enclosed you didn't seem like you were just locked in the space um,
2: with the antagonist, I won't explain it too far, sure. but yeah. Is it, so give is, it a shot. Is there move? Is it a lot of moving around, or is it more just you're sitting, kind of sitting there, watching things unfold? Or
4: no, it's it's puzzles. So you're moving oh, around, okay. you're trying to solve puzzles, uh, trying to you know figure out how to get out of the areas. Uh, there's basically the the gist of it is there's this uh, host that's following you. Uh, trying to kill you basically and you're trying to find your way out and and get yourself away from this this other host so it's interesting it's a puzzle game but with a horror element
1: okay i
2: was definitely gonna be checking it out for sure because i did this put down some money on it so i bought way too many games is my problem (laughs) because i don't even know where to begin really a, few of the ones that I had on my lists, which I was really interested in playing, and they're kind of goofy little games. But one was called eleven and it's table tennis VR and it's just oh. playing table tennis, but it is like I, that's the first one I tried, and it is actually ridiculously realistic. I was quite impressed with the with how everything worked and how you could move around and and hit the ball and you basically could play against you could play online with that one too, or you could play against a bot. So I, you know, just was playing against a random bot on different difficulty levels, and it was actually a lot of fun. They just have some different backgrounds that you can select, but it's basically just playing table tennis against another player. So it was actually really
3: entertaining. Is it like uh, Balls of Fury? Did you ever see that movie? It's it's not Balls of Fury. Does that be awesome?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nope, no Balls of Fury. There's no Christopher Walken in the background (laughs) either, so, you know.
3: That movie's going to get canceled. Okay. (laughs)
2: Uh, Let's see. What else did I get? Um, I also got Sports Bar VR, which I wasn't – it's not too bad. I I played it a little bit, but it's basically you walk into a bar and you play bar games for the most part, and it's another one that you can play online, but there's (laughs) – (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> so looks like, like, like what do you do?
3: Good make drinks? What, yeah. what?
4: <laughs> there is
2: a bartender game though where you do make drinks. I've seen that, but it looks so god awful. No, this and one is you this can play. It sounds
4: like a. It sounds like a quarantine replacement, right? You would normally go to the bar and do this <laughs> right. stuff. Now you can just sit. Now in I can yeah. VR, sit at home exactly.
2: and I can on the VR and I can play pool and I can shoot darts and do uh, <laughs> you know shuffleboard and all that. So. the Can
4: you get the Packer game on the on the big screen?
2: I saw that you can pick up the remote and change channels and I'm not sure how, but I didn't get detailed into how, like, because it says you can play, like, your own music and do different things, so I'm not sure if you can play any, stream any of your television stuff, but I know you can play your music, so I'm not sure how to do that, but I I didn't get that far, I played one game of pool and then I quit, but the pool was okay, you know, I I think there's more than what I was doing with it, but it was, it seemed pretty realistic and, you know, actually worked pretty well graphic-wise and everything, so it, was, it wasn't it was too bad, but I uh, I went through it quickly because I wanted to play some more games that I had, but uh, what else did I get? I got NBA 2K20 for $9, which is phenomenal, so I was happy about that. I'm not the biggest fan of the 2K series recently because, I don't know, it just... It doesn't do it for me quite anymore, but... I dying to play some basketball because i can't watch it on tv and can't do anything anyway so for nine dollars i will play some nba 2k for sure and i played one game and i was actually impressed it was it seemed like it was a lot better than last year's version I, maybe i was just i don't know maybe i just
3: had a lucky game or something but playing as the bucks with Giannis and i was oh yeah, kicking <laughs> They're one of the most. The Bucks, I think, are if they're not the most used, or second most, it's the Lakers and the Bucks, yeah. and they dominate everybody in that game. Yeah, that, that's fine. <laughs> Makes got, it more fun. <laughs> I got no
2: problem with that, and that's I'm yeah. happy to have a, a Milwaukee Bucks team on a video game that actually dominates. So that's awesome. Haven't had
3: one of those since 2000. <laughs> since uh 2006 with Michael Red and Andrew Bogut. yeah sure watch me roll <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting 20 wins <laughs> 20 I'm
2: <20. laughs> seventh place baby I'm not last I'm not last so on top of the other games I got uh I also got invisible hours not sure if you've seen this one uh, drew but it's a uh, it's its it looks like it's a game of clue where like you're just watching like you don't really do anything i guess from what i understand you're just kind of going through this uh this house where these people you know happened upon a murder and they're trying to figure out who done it and you're basically going through listening you know trying to listen into different conversations and going through the rooms and trying to figure out solve the mystery of who you know who murdered who so it doesn't seem like it's a lot of like action or anything like that but Kind of going through that and solving a puzzle and listening to a documentary or whatever. Documentary—that's not the right word, but listening to them talk about you know who killed somebody and trying to solve a mystery is kind of neat.
4: Yeah, I I picked that one up. I didn't pick it up on this Steam sale. It must have been a previous one. Uh, and it's it's one of the team games that has zero do- zero hours on it on my Steam profile. So uh, would you say the hours are I... invisible? <laughs> yeah, I see that. So that, that must be what's going on. Uh, but I agree, it looked really good. It, it got really good reviews. Uh, it looks like it's a really good game. It's just one of those I haven't uh, I haven't gotten around to yet. But so I'm interested to hear if you if you end up getting into it a little bit. Interested to hear what you think.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely be playing that one probably pretty soon because that that's something that interests me because I'm always I'm into the whodunits and the mystery stuff and all that kind of goofy shit. So uh, that's definitely one high on my list to start playing and i picked up some other like old school stuff i went i got all the grand theft autos they were all on sale so i picked up vice city and san andreas and grand theft auto 4 and 3 and then uh i pulled up two old school games that are called costume quest i don't know if guys ever played those uh but they're kind of they're more of a kiddie type of game more cartoony game uh but they're it's an rpg for the most part which is not really necessarily my style but more of a turn it's a turn-based type of fighting style but then there's like live movement in between you know the fights and they're really really awesome games and they're they're kind of short they're cheap they're like 5 bucks but there's basically you're like two kids and you're you know it's halloween and somebody's, like, these goblins showed up, and they're, like, taking over the town and taking all the candy. And you basically have to go... You're going door-to-door, like, you're trick-or-treating. And some of the houses have goblins, and some of the houses have people. And you're going around trying to take out all the different goblins, and then there's kids all around. that are like, oh, you need to go collect this, or I lost this, and you got to kind of do side quests and things like that. But it's it's not too long of a game, but then, like, the fighting style is turn-based so kind of like old like Final Fantasy where you you know one side and the other and you gotta take turns trying to take down the enemies and you have special power-ups and stuff and it's it's actually like really entertaining I played it I don't know how many times for the Xbox back when it was out and I saw them on here so I put them on my wish list and sure enough they went on sale during the sale so what the hell I'll pick them up and probably play them again soon enough so it's just one of those to nice to have in the collection if you ever want to play it again
3: yeah, I'd say, I'm just looking it up because I'd never heard of it, and for a cheap game, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good graphics.
2: I was disappointed in number two, actually. Custom Quest 2 was way shorter than it should have been, uh, mm-hmm. as, as being a sequel, usually I think the sequel's going to be a little bit longer, a little more involved, and it, it ended way too abruptly. The first one, I feel, was definitely better than the second. Sure. But for... That goofy little, fun little game to play, you know, when you're bored and have some time, those ones are super entertaining, and this one is one of my favorites of all time. So, Adam, I don't know if you've... Gee, I know you don't have a
3: PC, so I, I don't know if you picked up anything, really. Well, I can relate it to our previous episode, though, but I... Um... Did not pick up any Steam sale games. I did pick up a PlayStation game when because they've been going sales like crazy, it seems like. Um, and I think I mentioned it last week where I got Grand Theft Auto Five. so I actually played that. Um, and I apparently had a PlayStation save. I played it mainly on Xbox. I completed the story on Xbox and I played online on Xbox. And I looked at PlayStation. It must have been when I transferred it from PS3. And my last save was in because I loaded the game. I know how the game starts, and all of a sudden I'm like, "This is not the start of the game." Did they change the game? And then, and I'm like, I'm like twenty percent in, and my save was from May of 2015, and I was a level 10 online. Uh, and the the version I bought, um, was for 10 to 15 bucks when it was on sale. Usually 30 for the um criminal masterminds edition of grand theft auto 5 which gives you a boost to get you caught up in online play so it gives you um different places for free so you get some of these things that people have been doing for years now you got i got free cars a free helicopter um the biker gang a garage a place like it gave me all this free stuff and most of it you can play without playing other players online so like that's what I've been doing is just trying to get my level higher so I can start at least get all the unlockable armor before I start playing with other people. Cause that's what it turns into. Um, so that's all I played. And I was like, wow, this is still amazing. Cause I, I hadn't played it for a couple of years. And then, um, the only other thing, uh, playing wise, I've been playing Mario Kart just because my wife's addicted and I just got to put her in her place. Like so, classic Mario Kart? Um, <laughs> no, we're playing, we have a Wii U. You so, um, have a Wii Me? Like yeah, I've got a weenie. So like I've been saying, Wii-me? I've been wanting to play uh, Switch. I wanted a Switch, but I'm not dropping, what did I say, $4,000. So <laughs> Wii U it is. Uh, and so we're trying to unlock all the customizations in there. But um I'd say the main thing related to the last week we talked about the Iron Man VR and I pulled the trigger Look at this the week sky. um I am picking it up tomorrow because it releases tomorrow. Um I got the Iron Man PlayStation 4 bundle which comes with everything you need to play the VR. It was like 300 some dollars when I was looking and refurbished headsets were 200 so I was like all of it plus the game I didn't think it was too bad. Um Plus, you know, we ha- we're we getting it through Best Buy, and we have uh, credit through there. So I'm like, no interest. Nice. Why not get it? Uh, so I'm picking it up tomorrow, uh, and I plan to put in some hours in that uh, later on this weekend for sure. Uh, so I'm excited to get into the VR world, not something I've done myself. I've just, you know, enjoyed it at someone else's place or watched videos online of it. So I hope it's uh, I hope it is good. I don't know Got to love when ads oh, and just start yeah. playing. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my
0: all-time
2: favorite. You open a website, okay. and the ads just, just keep on going. That's right, folks. There you, you go. You can hear all the goofs. Oh, boy. <laughs> so what I was going to ask before that started playing is, uh, you make some room there in the living room, or what, where are you going to have this thing? Because you're going to need some space. I
3: don't know. So what's actually working out nice is um, I'm spending my holiday weekend painting, uh, my office, because I can't stand this green color anymore, and getting the baby room ready. Uh, so I'm painting tomorrow and fr- and Saturday, so I'm going to re- take that as a chance to rearrange and make some space uh, for VR. The that's eventual up. goal is it'll go in the basement, but that's probably a month or two away. That's it. after we get you hooked up with
4: uh, a nice PC, a yeah, yeah. nice Valve Index.
2: Yeah, I, I turned that in my that gamer side. dungeon. There you go. Yeah. Whole basement. You're gonna need the, you're gonna need the space, that's for sure. I'll break my head and hands on the seal drop ceiling. Well, I gotta tell you, I had my first casualty. You remember Uh-oh. you know the, the VR stories. Uh maybe I should save it for next week. <laughs> next week's teaser. V- teaser. Next week's VR scary? talk. We're to talk we gotta talk VR casualties, remind me.
3: All right. <laughs> I'm ready right. so now.
2: We are we, <laughs> A little, a little, foreshadowing, everybody. Next week will be a virtual reality episode. Stay tuned about here. All things Casual-ties.
3: VR. Tease. Okay, I spelled it correct. I think. Here we go. Casual I, I didn't. Oh, and I would add before we get rolling, what's cooking in the crock pot? Beans. I see that. You see the beans back there? Yeah, I did. Just oh you guys. <laughs> Our unofficial sponsor, Bushes. <laughs> Original baked beans. You can't be giving that stuff away for free. Come on, they're gonna be all about it. They're gonna be like, "Wait till you guys get on video. You're gonna get T-shirts or something, maybe stickers." I would take a Bush's T-shirt.
2: <laughs> I'll take some baked beans. I'll send them, send them my, my way. Uh, you know, Add it's me DPP on the Twitter. And send me some Bush's <laughs> baked beans. <laughs> so, since we're talking PlayStation, you mentioned some deals. Why don't we talk about what's going on on the PlayStation? for their free games for July under the PS Plus. They've got, boy, what's out there right now? Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think we mentioned. Yep. Is going to be out there, which is the second of the series, which is we were talking earlier was kind of interesting because I don't I, I'm assuming at some point they've released, they did the first one, I, you know, beforehand at some point where it was released for free, but cuz I don't know why you would give away the second one, I guess, but Oh, I guess they did that with Uncharted as well, right? They gave away the second Uncharted yeah. for free, so I don't know. That's kind of interesting. That's favorite. a so that's a really really good game. I I would say the first one was my favorite, but I, you know you can't go wrong with the Tomb Raider series. So if you if you haven't played any of the Tomb Raiders, this is a great opportunity to get a free one and play it. And what's what is, I mean? Did did they, are they giving away NBA Two K twenty?
3: Yeah, I was about to say, you messed up. What is this up. bullshit? I wasted $9. <laughs> I saw get that. It. It's free. Oh, that's insane. And now it's free. The timing. How crazy yeah, is how that?
2: Works. Is it because there's just no basketball going on that, you know, they just can't do anything? They can't sell basketball games, so why not give it away for free?
3: <laughs> Although, you know, this is the perfect timing because it – if things go well, it basketball picks back up at the end of the month, so it's like people are starting to get back into it. Where it's like it's coming back; it's for sure happening. That's the time to get the game out there. People are definitely gonna play it. I don't know; it's not like other games that are pay to play. So I don't know. Nine bucks was True. a good deal. Freeze even better. Oh, yeah.
2: I'm not gonna complain about nine dollars, and I got it for the PC. So I, you know, I know I still have my PS4, but I don't have a PlayStation Plus anymore. I don't really use it, so. I'd rather have it for the PC. Why not? But yeah, it makes sense. If you've got the PlayStation Plus, I mean, dude, I wouldn't say you'd be stupid, but even if you're not a basketball fan, you might as well pick it up for free and try it out.
3: Yeah, it's a t- that's the time to see if you're a basketball fan, if you'd like to play it going forward, because you're going to get a new one every single year, and it's the same game. And that's all you're going to get when it comes to basketball <laughs> games, which
2: sucks. miss the days man i miss the days well they've also got a mid-year sale going on as well i don't know if any of you guys i know drew and i are pc players adam have you gone through this at all and looked and had any interest in games to pick up
3: yeah i it wasn't even necessarily like look at all these games to get but it's like I don't remember PlayStation doing this many sales. Like, I have had PlayStation Plus for I don't even know how long. I had the PlayStation 4 since it came out. I had a PlayStation 3, a 2. Like, you know, obviously it picked up online play with 3 and 4. But I haven't seen this many sales, especially in a role from PlayStation. Like, I, I don't remember this. Uh, maybe I wasn't looking uh, well enough, I guess. But if I just looked at, the things, it's like we talk about the same games every week, because they're always on sale now, uh, which was Witcher, Grand Theft Auto, I noticed a lot of sports games I would play um, are pretty cheap, like if you want ultimate editions of the old sports game, uh, but that's trying to get you to buy it before the new one comes out next month, so don't do that. Um, and then Red Dead, I saw, so if you haven't played Red Dead, you get the special edition, which has DLC, all the extra stuff, I think you get a horse and a I don't remember if it's a gun or something, but the 35 99 like it's still a pretty well-played game. I have it, and I haven't even started it because I know the time commitment that's oh, going to be. I'm still playing mine. Um, play, I'm i
2: going through it a second time right now, and the special edition, I, I'll tell you, the couple bucks is definitely worth it for the horse, just the yeah, horse alone because that, I, that yeah, horse exactly. is ridiculously faster than any other horse you're going to find.
4: Yep, and you can get it right away. So right. it's
3: perfect. Yeah, but this this is how I got the. So when I got Grand Theft Auto, it's this premium online edition. I spent I think it was twelve ninety nine a week ago, two weeks ago. Uh, now you can get it with a shark card. We bring those up. Got to get our plug in uh, for twenty eight seventy nine. And I don't know how much the shark cards for, but probably a significant amount of fake money in a video game. I think it's one point two five million. Jesus, I don't know if the version I downloaded came with money because I had 1.5 million and I was like, there's no way I did that playing yeah. it in 2015. <laughs> Unless you got some crazy interest rate. Uh, I could have bought a shark card back then. I don't know what yeah. I was doing. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> yeah. It's the, the online currency with that thing. It just, it's the one thing that kind of kept driving me away from playing uh, GTA online, let alone the fact that you're just constantly getting blown up by raids. yeah, but especially since like it was you either had to really you know just plug away at things to kind of make money or you you know pay real life money. And for me, I think I had already bought the game twice. you know, I bought it for p s three and then I bought it for PC. It was like, okay, I've already given you over a hundred bucks, yeah, and now you're wanting me to spend more money on these shark cards. Uh, you know, I know this isn't a new uh, gripe by any means, but it's a, it's a gripe nonetheless.
3: Yeah, it's definitely um, I think a lot of people feel that way, especially if it's EA, I would say. Uh, it seems people always want the new thing in Grand Theft Auto, and everything, when I looked at it, is priced in the multi-million dollar range, and I don't know how I started with 1.5. I, I don't know how I got to that, but when i play online i didn't want to be in like the open world part of it because you're always fighting someone i wanted to do like the racing and the uh different um like four-player missions or shooting like you go up against each other like a 6v6 type thing um but that kind of links what i was going to mention on the free games for playstation is you can still get the free games from last month uh for a few more days four more days uh, one was Battlefront Two um, for Star Wars. If you're a Star Wars fan, it, they made some pretty good changes. I bought it and got rid of it a month after it came out because it was garbage. Because uh, basically, you could spend a hundred extra dollars and you could play as Darth Vader before anyone would be close to unlocking him, um, which just ruined the gameplay if you're only played online oh, since there was no monster. campaign.
4: I mean, wasn't that one of the big games that, you know, like, all the fans just really?
3: Yeah, shit
4: on EA. like yeah. i think it wasn't on reddit they had like the number one downvoted uh comment or
3: yeah uh, it was on
4: all of uh <laughs> of reddit worst ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like man uh, and i think it, it was, was that game around. right it was, it was because of battlefront and because of darth vader
3: so yep. it's yeah because you could the game looks amazing that's usually how these things go now uh ea does make some beautiful looking games but it was if you could play how you want to play or give us a bunch of money and you're going to get all the cool characters right away. And that's what people did, um, which made it so unbalanced when you played online. Yeah. EA is notorious for that. I hate it. I, I, I'm just not a fan of the pay-to-play or having to Since give extra mod- money to do things. It's just not... I I, I haven't had... A, like I don't have an issue doing it when it's... Um, not ea i would say like if i've been supporting some of these that's like like apex was one where i bought the battle pass one year or one season um which was like 10 or 15 dollars but it was a free to play game so like when it's games like that where like i feel like i'm supporting developers it's not some big ea like they're doing it for the cash grab it's not to make the game better so the other ones make me feel like if i feel like i'm putting in It's not directly money into a developer's pocket, but if I feel like I'm helping contribute to that, then I don't mind doing it. Like spending the five dollars on some cosmetics. Like that stuff I didn't mind I don't mind. Yeah. I just paid you sixty bucks. Let me do what I need to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's also the issue, right? It's the (sighs) D L C side of things. I'm paying sixty dollars it is. Why can't you give me the full game? Yeah. That's part Uh, of another one Another one I saw on the PlayStation
4: uh, deals right now is uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. It's a PSVR game. So it's a VR game in general, and you can get it on Steam and play it on uh, whatever headset you have. But I think it's one that the PSVR would be good. It's it's, uh, easy enough to handle uh, the graphics and the movement and everything for the PSVR and it's also, it's it's a really good game. I It's it's hard with Alex being out there to talk about any VR game being awesome uh, <laughs> when you compare it to Alex, but this is a really good one. I felt the story was really good. I think I only played it for, again, maybe an hour or two, uh, but it was a really good game uh, from what I could see. It had some horror elements. You know, it's Walking Dead, so you're going to have zombies and things like that, but uh, the, it, the gameplay was really good. The Combat was really good. They just they threw in the right amount of uh, jump scares uh, right at the least when you least expect it, which is the perfect time for that. So uh, I thought it, it's a probably a good pickup if you if you're new to PSVR uh, and you're looking for something in that genre. It's not a bad one.
3: That's so. me. That is you. You're bringing up a good point. Like I, until it's in my hands tomorrow, I keep forgetting I'm getting a PlayStation VR. So I should look at when they have these deals like this to see if some of those that have been out a little bit and just load up now because then I can try them out, play them, um, <laughs> especially if they're cheap. If I don't like them, at least I got it on a deal. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I did that when I was waiting for the
2: Valve Index to come in. when We ordered it, whatever that was, in January or whatever, and had to wait a couple months yeah. before it actually came in. I was keeping an eye on sales, and I was loading up my wish list and going, okay, when these go on sale, I'm going to pick them up anyway, and they were sitting in my, <laughs> waiting to be installed but until I got my Steam Index, so because I did have the Windows Mixed Reality version, but it can't really handle any games except for certain ones, so I wasn't going to attempt to play them on the, on the WMR, so I just waited, <laughs> but I bought them. I'm like, why not? They're on sale now. I might as well pick them up.
3: No, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I'm going to have to definitely check in. I was not even thinking about looking at VR games. I should definitely do that while the sale's still going on. So
2: one other online type of game that we were talking about that's on our list, specifically Call of Duty. Adam, you brought this one up uh, earlier this week. And it just started a couple days ago that they are now supporting... 200 player matches yep what in all the fucks
3: i don't know uh, like i it, that seems like a lot i can see there being issues when it's running um i kind of jumped on the bandwagon when it was um pub g days uh when it was that's garbage it still looks like garbage but it was a new type of game that was so much fun to play so and that I can't imagine how 200 players, even in Call of Duty's, which looks smooth, runs pretty well, is going to be. It said it was a limited time mode, which is one thing I didn't like about Warzone. Is like, oh, I found this mode that I like, like it's just a duos or something like that, and then next week it's gone because they just rotate things consistently and don't keep keep. They keep like one or two modes the same when it's battle royale stuff. Um, uh,
2: so it's so it's a limited thing. It's not going to
3: be. Uh, that it's always going to have this option of playing two hundred players. It's probably a test to see how it handles, and then if it sucks, not bring it back or cut it down to like you know. I think it was at one. It was at one hundred for sure. It might have went up to one hundred and fifty at some point, but Man. they might cut it back or bring it back after they test fix and give you another hundred gig update. So that is a um,
2: ton of bandwidth. Holy
3: shit! How yes. Yeah. It's impo- like it's awful. If you like I I have my PlayStation set where it doesn't actually turn off. It stays in like the sleep mode for updates and stuff. And I'm lucky cuz then it'll just it'll literally go all night to update just this stupid this <laughs> I was a stupid game uh that I'm not even playing right now. And <laughs> man, listening to my PlayStation sound like it's going to take off to the moon when this game is running uh makes me think it's going to explode. So yes. it <laughs> Well, it's going to be, it, what, it, a
2: 30, it says like a 30 to 36 gig update, you know, and yeah, I don't know, like, you know, if anything like me, I had about four games on my PlayStation 4, and especially if you have Red Dead on there and Grand Theft Auto, that's uh, your, pretty much your whole hard drive there, so you're getting a second yep. hard drive somewhere.
3: <laughs> yeah, I already had it, I already updated the internal one, so I did the whole crazy thing of replacing it and stuff. To double it to, I don't know. It's probably but, two. But your warranty. Yeah, whatever. And then I got oh, the God. I have an external one. I have oh, the external oh, one also oh, plugged oh. in. <laughs> <Are you> done. <laughs> yeah, I I replaced the internal and I have an external one plugged in, and I'm gonna be pushing it close. I think.
2: Oof. yeah, that's rough. That's one of the bad things, I guess. It's. That's one of the benefits of a PC, I guess, is you could you know throw some extra hard drives in there or get a larger hard drive and you're okay. But I, I know you can add on extra external hard drives to the PS4,
3: but I, I just speed wise and everything I don't know how, how well that goes and that's yeah, a pain it's in the okay. ass. It's okay. The internal one was a pain in the ass. That was a process to replace that. But the external, like so USB it plugs in, everything I've been doing lately saves to that and it runs pretty well. Um I, it does not take much, though. So. Like, if I get a power outage and that thing never turns off, I'll start getting corrupt files. And it's PlayStation 2 glory days all over again. <laughs> Delete the memory card, get a new one. Oh, uh, yeah. It's kind of weird it it It's a down. big-ass memory card. That's just, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty much. Giant memory cards. That's all we got now. You don't have the... Uh, you don't have these anymore?
3: Where is it? There. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What do we got? got PS1? I got some of these. PS2?
2: Oh, oh yes. The cards in there. The there eight, that PS2 the
3: eight, right there. Uh, yeah, those were yeah. shit. I have eight the megabytes. I want the color. <laughs> eight megabytes, you look at the size ever... of those
4: things for eight megabytes. And what? Yeah, eight megabytes. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: insane. You can get a and flash then, drive, uh, a tiny little rectangle flash drive that's a third of this size that carries what?
4: <laughs> I think uh, five hundred gigs. They have, <laughs> no, I think they have micro SD cards that are up to a terabyte now. I don't yes. maybe don't quote me
3: that, but I think that is the case.
4: I okay, now, I, now
3: I'm doing a deep dive. At least 500 gigs. <laughs> That's crazy. But I remember those things sucked because you, I didn't realize when I was that young. Is that like I remember playing like SmackDown uh, on my PS2 with buddies, and we'd have I'd have mine plugged in and they'd have theirs plugged in, and if you saved anything, it would overwrite the other person's oh. uh, save file. Oh, so we'd always brutal. be messing each other's up. Trying to find my uh,
2: where's the memory card on the on the switches. So so yeah. uh, real
4: real time follow up here. It looks like there is a two terabyte uh, SD card. No, one terabyte. One terabyte is the biggest micro SD card that I can find right now. Nice. So that is nuts compared to the eight megabyte uh, memory cards they used to get on that PS2. <laughs>
2: giant memory cards i'm trying to look for my other one i know i have i have 128 gig in my nintendo switch but i have another one out here somewhere too that's i think a 256 but but yeah you can get its terabyte, which is ridiculous for 230 bucks
4: it's even it's not even that expensive it's like (laughs) that's
2: (laughs) crazy right (laughs) oh you were yeah considering those eight gig ones were probably like 50 bucks when you bought them back then or the 8-megabyte ones. Yeah, were they? I don't even remember. Were. I think they were like 30 bucks, actually. That sounds right. But... So. All right. Well, I think this is the time to take a little break, show some love to the sponsors, make sure you follow Chairshot.com. We've got a couple more things to talk about, but we're going to hit a few commercials here before we get going.
0: Now a word from my god, our sponsor.
1: Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis
3: with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average man. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
0: This is your boy, King Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything progressing Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com.
4: always use your head
2: so before we start talking about (laughs) the power of the gaming chairs i I got a little humble Uh, brag i want to throw in
3: here on after the break you like the commercials big fan i just the roman reigns stuff gets me every time (laughs) this is my yard now (laughs) stupid this is my right now Well, when you're
2: uh, attempting to steal lines from the Undertaker, the one of the greatest of all time, you're going to get booed, I guess,
3: right? Just, just officially retired too. Yeah,
2: hanging off uh-huh. the
3: boots.
2: Uh huh. Just quote, wait till
3: next WrestleMania. He'll quote, be back.
2: <laughs> officially retired. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got some words for you. Well,
3: let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> oh man, I love it that you got those included.
2: Uh, well, now I have to. You yelled at me last week, so now I got to. I did, my, yeah. I got to play all my wrestling themes. As well, well
3: so. I know you. I know you have your thing, but I was going to say, well, uh, one of the first things I ever did in a wrestling video game was take the mask off Kane to see what he looked like. <laughs> yes, that was it. Was that in uh, WWF No Mercy? Yeah, I think it I was. Because you could take like it off of there. Like, it was like a blank, just like blacked out face, kind of yeah. like it was supposed. To, like it, he was burned. Yeah, like, it was a generic was a face behind. with like a little black streak <laughs> over it. Like, yeah. It, that was probably like, I guess, early 2000s. And I remember me my brother and sister just being like, he doesn't have a face. He doesn't have a face. <laughs> Thinking it's all real. <laughs> uh, uh, that's fantastic. Back when it was good.
2: Yeah, Boy, are they missing those days right now, I'll tell you. <clears throat> so if you're a fan of Legos at all, There is a website called brickset.com that was started in boy I think the early 2000s and they do a lot of things about just tracking like all the different Legos that are out there. You can get um like all the instruction books, all the different things like if you all the different pieces that go into a set, they have it listed out in detail so if you're missing something, you can figure out which one you're missing and like the, you know, the number from Lego that you the part you need to get somehow, you know, and things like that. It's it's a really detailed website, and they also have a lot of stuff in there on news and things like that. And boy, just the other day they released a article from a username of Yoda John. And if anybody knows anybody, that is my dad. And he finally Sent out information into Brickset because he uses them to a ridiculous amount. Because if you know him, he is a collector of Legos and specifically Star Wars. Not just Legos when it comes to Star Wars, but everything in the world of Star Wars. He started out collecting just Yoda and Princess Leia things. And it was generally action figures and different you know sets that they released that would have a Yoda or a Leia figure in them. And then it was in early 2000s when he really started ramping up and my brother had told him that, you know, Lego has Star Wars sets. And boy, did that turn things around because he went absolutely (laughs) crazy and we had to go everywhere in the universe to find. And this was really, you know, in a sense before online buying and shopping was Like a super big thing, you'd you'd still go to the stores for a lot of these things, or you could still go. I mean, you could go on eBay and stuff. But uh, the way he did it was basically going to rummage sales and all the different yard sales around, you know, this you know, with the greater Milwaukee area, wherever he could find one, and finding different sets and you know, still in the packages and loose uh, loose sets and things like that. But he basically made it a mission to go and. Find every single Star Wars Lego set that there was that got released since I think it was '99 they started releasing them and continues to this day collecting everything Lego, Star Wars, everything Princess Leia, and Yoda that there is available. And if you see anything Yoda or Leia, I guarantee you he has it and I guarantee you he has two because he has. He has. I, I bought that for him not too long ago, and I have that's one awesome. as well in the in the in the pop figures as well. But me too. He has one in the box and one out for display, and that's Sweet. how it works. And they released his article or wrote up an article, I guess, on him, and just released it on Brickset. So if you go look it up, it's on. I, I posted it on Twitter and on uh, our Facebook page at a winners you or not at a at a winners you on. Uh, Facebook, and at It's Me DPP on Twitter. We'll get to the A Winner Is You on Twitter later. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's an awesome article, and it shows a ton of the pictures of his basement and everything that he has down there when it comes to this whole <laughs> I don't even know what to call it extravaganza of Star Wars sets when it comes to Lego and just other action figure sets in general he claims he has approximately over approximately 750 sets still sealed in their mint condition as well as 6800 minifigures of lego that are in loose out for display or are still in the sets that they came in he's made friends with people at toys r us which are now closed but he would go to toys r us so much he was friends with everybody that worked there and the managers who basically at some points would put things aside for him knowing he was going to come in and buy them they would basically give him old cutouts when they were going to be retired and taken off the you know the the floor and that's where he got a lot of his cutouts and display sets and you know he would go buy the the towers of the you know that would go into him from lego and Anything he could get his hands on, he pretty much bought or finangled from the stores because he just made friends with them, and that's the kind of guy he was. But if you get the opportunity, go check it out, because the pictures, as I said, don't do it justice, because that is a basement full to the ceiling of all these different things, (laughs) and it is insane to see in person, and it's just the pictures look absolutely crazy that he put on the site. So it's, it's pretty awesome. And it was pretty neat to see my dad's story get out there and get on brick set because I know he uses it so much. And it's pretty awesome that they did that for him. So if you ever wonder where I became such a nerd and a collector of different <laughs> things, as you see in my images, when we podcast, that's kind of where it started.
3: <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. It's yeah. awesome.
2: It's insane. mean <laughs> you know?
3: Yeah. This is awesome.
2: It's literally, I mean, I am not joking. Like, it, it is impossible to find something that he doesn't have.
3: <laughs> yeah. I i would say, like, I have a good Star Wars Lego uh, collection, but it probably only fills that one shelf that has Darth Maul on it compared to this <laughs> basement of Legos. Uh, yeah. I love it. The one thing I don't see is the expensive Millennium Falcon, which I'm sure is somewhere
2: Oh, the Millennium Falcon! Yes, he has one of those. Uh, maybe it's not in one of those images, but it is there.
3: The big one. It looks like a bar table. Yeah. Um. In size, yeah.
2: He's got the one. That.
3: That's the one I want.
2: He's got one hanging. Like, He's got I the older one it. hanging up there, right? Uh, I yep. think That one's hanging from the ceiling, but then he has. Oh no, that one's on the shelf there.
3: Here, it's on the third shelf. Of the last it. picture. Yep. I have that yeah. one. I, that's like one of my favorite, that was one of my favorite builds to do.
2: Um, It's there somewhere. I can tell you that. That Lego, that Lego Yoda, that's on, that's standing there. um, I built that one. I remember building that one for him. One that's out of the box. He has one that's the box. Uh, it's, it's, well, boy, I don't know what picture that is. One, two, three, pictures, four pictures down. It's on the round, the top
4: of the round. uh, Yeah, the big Yoda.
3: Yeah. Oh, I have yeah, I have that one still in the box to build. Um, I just haven't taken the time to because do- like I, I like to if I'm building Lego, I'm sitting there and doing it in one go. I'm not taking a break. Yeah, uh, and they are time consuming activities. I love it. They're so much fun. I've been the this I've been collecting awesome.
2: the cars. I've been a car collector of the techniques. Uh, ones I've got. I just got the Dodge Charger from Fast and the Furious. I've got the James Bond car, sure. the Ford oh, Mustang. Oh yes. I've got a, those are the ones I'll put I'll put together and, and put out on the shelves, but cars are cool too.
3: Yeah. I just love Legos. That was like my favorite thing to play with as a kid. I, Legos are so awesome. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Then yeah. Yes. Yeah, they just get but crazier I,
4: I, and crazier. I was never this organized as he is. Like I, I oh yeah, I have a bin of Legos that are all just from the <laughs> sets. And miners spend a half hour looking yeah. for any one single piece that you want.
3: <laughs> mine aren't even uh out and about mine aren't even on a shelf anymore they're actually uh put in containers um because my little cat is not she ain't having it she's too curious and i ain't yeah. watching that shit get broken so um this would give me anxiety if i had a basement like this and cats <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's out of control and the scary, <laughs> the scary thing is, is God forbid, when, when it does happen and he passes on, this is all coming to me. So, yep. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with this shit.
3: You got space back there. I can see it. Oh, well, yeah.
2: That's funny. Is I've been basically been taking down Legos to make room for this other stuff. So, <laughs> it's all the Legos have <laughs> moved to bins. <laughs> yeah.
3: You're going to have to buy
2: another house just for Legos. That's, you know, it's funny. That's exactly what he said.
3: get a storage unit um, and reset it up just like the basement and then one day in a hundred years when Storage Wars comes around, someone's going to open this holy grail and bid a bunch of money on it that would be actually
2: pretty hilarious (laughs) That's not a bad idea. I got an exercise room that isn't getting any I'm not doing anything with, so maybe I'll take all that <laughs> stuff out and make that the Lego room. I'm not using there you it. Quarantine <laughs> so,
3: life. Twenty
2: twenty. Yeah, yeah. So there's my there's the humble brag. Talking about my dad and where I get my ridiculous nerdiness and collectibles from. So
3: there you go. That's fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> so awesome.
2: Uh all right. Let's talk a little gaming chairs. Uh Drew you started this nonsense. You did, did this I? to me. You did this to me. <laughs> you did start it.
4: Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know, it, everyone's going through the same stuff right now. Or at least not everyone, but a lot of people where you're you find yourself working from home. Um, you know, ever since February uh, or March. So, uh, I found myself working from home and I think I had an Amazon Basics uh you know chair, you know, desk chair that I was using. And just found myself just dying working in this you know crappy chair every day, all day. Um, you know, it was tolerable when literally all I used to it was for gaming and you know living uh with a wife and children. You're not doing eight, ten hour sessions at gaming anymore, uh maybe back in the day, but not so much anymore. Um so when all of a sudden I had to sit in it for much longer, I realized this is not the chair for me. Uh, and that started the, me down the path. Try to find a, a chair that is comfortable, uh, that is ergonomic, that is not going to break my back. Uh, and I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it is not easy to find a chair, uh, especially for any sort of reasonable price, that is going to make sense for you. Uh, there are chairs you literally – literally, if you go to Google right now and say best home office chair or best office chair – the number one, two, three, four, and through 10 chairs are going to be over $1,000. It's nuts. Absurd. It's mm-hmm. nuts. And it's like, I get it. You're sitting there for, you know, eight, 10 hours a day, uh, plus sometimes you're going to want something that's going to last. Uh, but I just realized that, you know, with the typical office chair wasn't wasn't in the price range, wasn't going to work for me. Um so then you start looking down market and you start just Googling Amazon right, or going on Amazon and say, find me an office chair. And there's two kinds. Either you get kind of the Amazon basic style office chairs, which, you know, they're probably OK for six months or they're OK if you're sitting on it for two hours a day. But it's not meant for longevity. Um, or you get into certain gaming chairs that are out there for, you know, around two hundred dollars or so. Uh, but they literally look like a, a racing chair. That you know, you're like, this comes directly out of a uh, you know McLaren or something, um, and I wasn't looking for anything that that brazen. Uh, so I just I started looking around and I stumbled across uh, Secret Lab, which is uh, spoiler alert the chair I ended up going with. But it uh, you know it's it's more mid market. Uh, I think the Omega, which is the smaller uh, one, starts at. He said stalling for time starts at about 350, uh, $350. Uh, you get up into the Titan, which is kind of the medium sized chair, uh, it's around 400. And then, and you get into the Titan XL, which is the big boy chair, uh, and you're talking closer to 500. Um, and then within each one of those, there's different, uh, you know, different, uh, Aesthetics you can go for that you can go for leather or a more cloth version that they have now. Um, and it is technically a gaming chair, right? So they have, if you want to go Fortnite colors, and they have Overwatch and Cyberpunk, as I'm sure we'll get to, you know, they have all sorts of colors. They have esports, uh, teams' colors if you really want to, uh, to go crazy. I know, Dan, you got, uh, one that I'm not going to mention. I'll let you talk about the one you got. Incredible. Yeah, there it is. Um, so for me, uh, my sensibilities lead me towards just black on black, uh, very non standoutish. I just went uh, black leather, black uh, suede—I think it's called—but it's just black on black. It's basically just monotone black chair. Um, but I mean, getting back to the research, it was just it—it's sickening to try to research these chairs. You you just sit for hours and hours reading different reviews, and of course, you know half the people feel like it's a good chair and half the people say, Oh, what are you doing, wasting your time? You gotta buy that twelve hundred dollar chair from Yoza What's It and you know, that's the only way to live. You're you're doing your back a disservice if you don't buy that twelve hundred dollar chair. It's like, okay, well that's that's all well and good, but I just I'm not there, right? I can't afford that. So this is the one I went with and I'll tell you it got delivered uh, they were they were on back order when I delivered them. I think they still are on back order or I think they call them pre-order. But it's uh, you know they are slowly delivering them out. Uh, I think I put in an order for mine in at the end of May, and it was supposed to be delivered by I think today, like late June, uh, and it got here about two weeks ago. So it got here a little early. Uh, I think that seems to be the common theme amongst most people that I'm seeing uh, that are getting these chairs. They are coming a, a couple weeks early, at least a week early, but. Uh, after a week or two of sitting in it, uh, I can tell you, I, I'm very happy compared to uh, the Amazon Basics chair I had. Now, I haven't been able to compare it to the $1,200 chair, but it, compared to the Amazon Basics chair, it's amazing. It's, it's a stiff chair. It has all the adjustments you could want. You know The armrests go all sorts of different ways. Uh, it, you can go up and down. I think that was one of the bigger things that turned me off of some of the ergonomic chairs is they didn't go high enough for me. Uh, this one does; it goes nice and high. So it's, it's a lot of the chairs that I've always sat in. I'm always at the very top of the of the piston, and it, sometimes it just kind of locks out and just completely lose all uh, you know sponginess at that top of the piston. This one, I'm not actually at the top. I still have a little give. I can go even higher than I am sitting right now. Uh, it reclines. So I'm not sure, you know, I every couple times throughout the day, either I'll be sitting right up and close. Uh, you know, I do a lot of coding for a living. So I'm sitting up right on my uh, keyboard. And then other times I'm doing meetings and I can relax and sit back a little bit. So I think that's kind of nice. Uh, the Titan, which is the one I got, uh, has a lumbar support. So rather than having a pillow that you put behind your back, the Titan actually has a lumbar uh, like dial that you spin, kind of like I find on a lot of cars nowadays that's fantastic as well i you know a lot of cars i find a little obtrusive with the lumbar support. this feels really really good um and then the back actually has a pillow on uh, up by your head so when you do lean back a little bit you have somewhere to put your head you're not constantly having to hold your your head up with your neck so and i think the last thing i'll say before i you know, pass it over to you dan because i'm sure you have lots to say about it as well is um <laughs> I, I don't think i've ever sat in a chair where when you're sitting there, if you have it adjusted right, your entire back is touching the chair. I Mm. I don't think I've ever sat in a chair like that before. Like this is a real tall chair. It's taller. Like when I'm sitting down, it comes up above my head. And if I sit back against the chair, my entire back, like every inch of my back is touching some part of that chair. And I, that has to be good for support. And you know, it just feels really good.
2: So, I guess uh, Dan, what, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling? Well, I got the Dark Knight version. As you mentioned, <laughs> there are some special editions, and I went for the Dark Knight, the Batman version. <laughs> so, it's still black on black. It just adds a little bit of a little bit of flair yep. of the of the bat symbols on there in in black, you know, stitched in, and a couple of lines <laughs> in here. So, I mean, it's it's not anything too over crazy. Like you said, there's there's the Cyberpunk one which looks pretty pretty cool, but it's pretty <laughs> out there. You know, it's really yellow and, and black and it's it's really like said, it stands out a lot. Uh,
4: and did you turn it around? It has a huge red
3: skull on the back. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw that.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so
3: it's something. I uh, I like it though, honestly. It's pretty it caught neat. my eye when I saw it.
2: Yeah. And like you can get the uh oh geez, what's the Game of Thrones ones too? That those are those are there as well, you know, those kind of things. But I, I'm i a huge nerd for, you know, comics and, and I love DC. I love Batman as well. So I, you know, Dark Knight one immediately when I saw it and it was after, you know, your recommendations of like, Hey, I found this Titan one. And I'm like, okay, I've seen them, you know, come up on like Facebook and, and stuff like that, you know, and ads. And I'm like, yeah, I always kind of poked around at them. And I had the same issue. I wanted to get a new chair and something that was really going to work. And I was not about to spend a thousand dollars on a chair when I was doing my searching and, I don't understand how how much better a $1,000 chair can be than this one, honestly, because I don't know what else more it could do than what this one can. Like you said, the lumbar support, I've got it cranked up. It feels fantastic, and it's so comfortable right now. Like my last chair, I would sweat my ass off in. And it was just uncomfortable. And if I use the armrests on that one, my, my hands would fall asleep if I was trying to game, but just because it would my heart they would start to tingle because it didn't get the circulation. And here you can you can move them around, you can adjust them front and back, off to the side. The only one thing that I would say is disappointing about this chair is I wanted to the option to be able to move the armrests away, completely away from me. Like in some chairs you can kind of you can move the armrests up to the back and they're out of the way. I kind of would like that. I thought that was awesome. That's the only thing missing from this chair really. Cause it, it has the little bit of a, you know, rocking feature that you can you know lock or unlock. And then it has the recline. So you can basically lay almost all the way back if you want to. And I don't feel like I'm going to fall on my ass. I don't feel like the chair is going to break <laughs> behind me. And you mentioned the fact that you can actually, you know, have some, you know, lift to this where you're not always at the top. Like, you know, some these ones also have options where there's different sizes for how tall you are and it kind of gives you, you know, okay, if you're within this height, you should get this one and I'm, you know, five eleven and I got the mid size one and I can literally go to the top of the the piston and I'm dangling my feet. I don't know when's the last yeah. time I I don't know the last time I've ever been able to do that on a chair. <laughs> it was
3: I was five, I think. It
2: was it was weird. <laughs> it felt weird. <laughs>
3: That's really
2: funny. But yeah, it's just it's, I really I can't recommend this one more, you know, you I know you got the uh, you got the different leather, you said the suede. What did you get the suede?
4: Yeah, I think the and, the black on black, that's the only way it could come was the okay. the black leather like generally it's the black leather, but then it has some suede kind of details on it. But okay. yeah, it's but that it's the only black on black on black, like black stitching, black Everything is black because even the Batman one I think has yellow stitching,
2: right? Uh, it's the a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit of a gold. He's got the Dark gold stitching, gold. but um, yeah, it's otherwise it's all yeah. The rest of it's black on black, and then there's the couple extra little um, you know marks for Batman that that are kind of stitched in with fabric. But otherwise, like the Batman one, you could only get it in the leather. Like that was the only option. So yeah, those are some of the other you know. I guess I don't know if it's downsides, but options you need to pay attention to. If you're going to try and get a special edition, you may not have all the options for for those, but I, yeah. for, I think mine was 425 bucks. I think it ended up being, or with the special, for the special edition, $430. Yep. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, yeah. it has literally every single feature I wanted besides the ability to basically move, completely eliminate the armrests if you want to. But I mean, I suppose I could just take them off if I didn't want them on here, but yeah, it's kind of nice to I, be I was, able to just move them away
3: because then I can, you know, fully move around if I'm you, playing a game. But can you adjust the height on the armrests? I'm the same can, way. I totally get what yeah. you mean.
2: You can adjust the heights. You can you can turn them sideways. You can move them forward oh, and backwards. Oh, it's just that. though. you know, it's just
3: not like locked in one height, which is like right. what cheap chairs do. It's no. like I'm too big for these chairs. So, like I've been looking at these. My, so you guys have been saying it's leather. And then there's leather, an option for one that's not
4: leather. There's a soft weave fabric they call it.
3: It's called yeah. soft yeah, weave I'm, fabric. that's what I'm looking at then. I
4: and, Yeah, I I kind of wish I had gotten the charcoal blue soft weave fabric. Uh, yeah, I like it. Cuz I think if there's one comment I have is I think this chair especially in the summer can get a little hot sure. with the leather. Yeah. Um I feel like the fabric would have breathed just a little bit easier and yeah, uh, you know, this is like the least of uh, a dig at this chair because it's really it's really good but as you know the past couple of days it's been extremely hot uh can kind of swampy weather up here in wisconsin and just every once in a while i get a you know a little bit of hot uh on my back so i think that fabric would be a little bit nicer there plus i sure. do kind of like the blue accents on that one
3: i do too i like the cookies and cream actually i'd probably do that one so my problem is i got one of the ones on amazon uh, whatever brand I don't know. It looks like a racing chair. It's nice, like it's, but it's definitely at a point where like this thing is not comfortable. It makes a bunch of noise. It does not go very high, so like I feel like I'm like squatting. Um, and it was like a hundred and twenty some dollars, but they had it on sale, so I was like, oh, it's from Amazon, great. Um, I like it still, uh, but I definitely have been in the mood like I need. If this is the new, you know, norm, I want a chair that makes sense, and I don't mind spending more. But like you guys said, I'm not spending $1,000 on a fancy chair. Um, and I wonder if they're always $1,000 or if they're taking advantage of you know COVID and more people being home like everything else is. Uh, Nintendo Switch, looking at you. And then... <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, my cat, uh, she just causes trouble. Uh, she lets me know she's here by using the back of my chair as a scratching post. So... One time I'll have to show you can see her claw marks up the sides and a perfect line across the back. And not being an expensive chair, I don't care. But if I were to buy this, like I'm looking at these roughly in the 400, 350 to 450. Um, I would hate that if I bought this and she immediately did that because oh, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I would yeah. be really pissed. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely
2: something I was really worried about with getting the leather one, too, is that, you know, I I guess lucky enough that my cats don't tend to do that so much. You know, they like to sit on the chair, but mostly they don't bother me so much when it comes to messing with the chair, so I think I'll be okay, but that is something I definitely was like, oh, God, that's going to get ruined immediately, and I'm not going to be happy about it, but uh, yeah, I just... Same reason, right? I mean, we're this is looking like it's going to be a quite a while before, you know, the group of us at least go back to work. You know, we're going to be working from home for a while. So I, normally I do, you know, stand at home. I have a, a desk that can, you know, can turn into a standing desk. So I li- I like to stand most of the time. But when it comes to gaming and podcasting and things like that, I need something to sit on, and my last chair was just not going to cut it. It was just uncomfortable, and it just. It soaked up sweat. And despite the fact that it is f- fucking cold down here in this basement, <laughs> I still sweat my ass off on that chair. And I don't know why. So I needed something new and I wanted something comfortable. And this 1000%
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, fits the bill. And awesome. for, I, I can't, I don't understand how a $1,000 chair can be any better than this chair that I'm sitting in right now for 400 bucks.
4: I, I completely agree. I, uh, I, you know, and I think I think one of the things that turned me off from Secret Lab when I first started looking into them is that you see, you know, a thousand Twitter uh, posts or Reddit posts where people are touting their chairs, right? And it's like, man, these people really like their chairs. And then you realize that you actually get an extra two years of warranty if you post onto Twitter or Reddit or whatever uh, saying, hashtag Secret Lab, I love my chair, so be aware that that's out there. I'm, I'm not super keen on that kind of tactic to you know, basically buy social media publicity by offering an extra long warranty. Uh, but I'll admit, I did take advantage of it, right? I put a post yeah. on Reddit and said, no, oh, I love my chair.
2: Um, yeah, I still got to do that. Um, Look out for mine.
4: <laughs> but I will I will tell everybody, like at the end of the day, like we're not getting paid to this. We're not getting any extra warranty uh, from telling you about these chairs. Like, I think for day And I, like, uh, you know, we we actually like these chairs. It's not because we're getting any extra anything out of it. It's just, yeah, we're we're trying to tell you what it is. And I think we both really, really like these chairs. So take that for what it is.
2: Well, that sound. You know what that sound means? That sound means we're running out of time, as the ladies' man would say. I'm looking at a half-empty bottle of Cavathea, so I think we're just about out of time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think that means it's time for our last topic for the day. So I saw this come up. Just the other day that one old fun game that we used to play as kids called NBA Jam had a little bit of a cheat in there that if you were the Chicago Bulls and you were playing against the Detroit Pistons and you may have been down by a point or two as the Bulls and you went for that last second shot, you were 100% guaranteed... To miss and lose the game. What in the fuck, guys? Is this real? Is this Crazy. real? What is happening? I
3: can't, I can't believe that. I can't believe they'd admit to it. Although it's been so might long well. that it's kind of it's funny now. You might as well because every. <laughs> I knew there was something.
2: Well, and and, and admitting the fact that. I mean let's take it one step one different step and so the the lead designer is Mark Turmel who also mm-hmm. could be unlocked in the game if you were a player you could unlock some of these oddball guys like the actual designers of the game Mark Turmel and, and Bill Clinton if you enjoyed it and they're they talk about the rubber banding of games which was always uh, you know rumored about because for, doesn't matter how high up how much you were ahead of the game the computer would always catch up in that fourth quarter would always end up making it a game. And NFL Blitz did the same thing, right? It was the same same deal. But the fact that he finally admitted that he was, you know, a Michigan-born Detroit Pistons fan. And, you know, when this game was made, it was when the Bulls were, you know, the hottest thing around and Michael Jordan was there. And even though Michael Jordan's not in the game because of copyright reasons, anytime <laughs> the Bulls played the Pistons it came down to the last minute he guaranteed that the pistons were going to win the game which is absolutely hilarious and god help you if you wasted quarters in the arcade playing that
4: <laughs> yeah at least back in the day there wasn't the uh, the big esports that there is today and You'd actually have you know big rivalries kind of unleashed over this. You know this could be really big news if this was found out to be you know in a Call of Duty game or in another big esports game today. So it's pretty <laughs> yeah. surprising. Yeah,
3: imagine 2K that. Now. Imagine those two K now.
2: Yeah, people what? lose their shit. I mean, yeah, it's certainly a different different era and different world now. I, I don't think you'd be able to. There's got to be a way you wouldn't be able to get away with it. I would think somebody would be able to figure it out. But I suppose you really could if, if you didn't admit to it that <laughs> if you played it. Like watching NBA 2K tournaments for eSports and finding out that. <laughs> the, that the Bulls always lose. What is this? Okay. I, mean, I, I mean, how the hell would that work? I, I just, you know, if you somehow put a code in there so you could never win, that seems absolutely crazy. I mean, I think back of the of, you know, it's funny. Another story just came out about Billy Mitchell. I don't know if you guys have ever played, listened, or watched oh, the King Billy of Kong. Billy Mitchell. But Billy Mitchell is getting some of his records back because all of them. They found out all of them. Yeah, All yeah. I guess all of them. You're right because you know they found out that he didn't cheat or whatever. You know, they found new evidence that his machine was not rigged in any in any way. Or so they couldn't find so evidence, think... right?
4: I think the trick there was they, yeah, they didn't, they took a cop out because they, this is, Guinness uh, took a cop out. They said, we found insufficient evidence to prove that they were cheated. So they were defaulting to the original ruling from back in 1980, whatever, that they would stand. Uh, So it's a total cop out that they were just like, okay, this is causing too much controversy. We're just going to put an end to it, be done. So
2: whatever. Hilarious.
4: I I love it. So, Billy Mitchell's a weird guy. If you ever watch any of his videos, it's like, man, you think a lot about yourself.
2: So yeah, <laughs> he does. Yeah. If you haven't seen if you haven't watched The King of Kong, go watch that documentary because yeah, that I'll is absolutely awesome. And yeah, Billy Mitchell is definitely a character in himself. So the first I'm, professional
3: gamer. I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to find a quote he says in like the trailer. And I used to have that written on my board at work, and I—that it, was the only thing I'd have on my board was that quote Billy Mitchell making a comment <laughs> saying "Billy Mitchell," <laughs> <in> his <laughs> quote. <laughs> uh, it, or, you know when I watch Pixel, that Adam Sandler movie.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, I totally get it though. Like how back then it was like, oh, we're like celebrities because we learned the code.
2: <laughs> oh sure. Uh, so, I. I are you guys? Were you guys big NBA Jam players back in the day at all? Were you? Did you play that at all?
4: Uh, I, I might yes. as well just sign off. So I'll, I'll see you later, guys. <laughs> uh, we
3: will talk later. Goodbye. Okay. okay yeah, I, <laughs> I um, had it on Super Nintendo. I want to say was that one right? Um, yep. We had it, but I wasn't. We were. You know, I was very young when I would be playing that, and I was. That was probably more my first time under learning basketball than actually watching basketball. Um, oh, but
2: that's I, a good game. To, that's a good game to learn it on, where you
3: can shove the guys down and yeah, and <laughs> that's why and drain I ridiculous three
2: pointers.
3: Like, <laughs> bullshit! All these bullshit fouls. Get up.
4: <laughs> so it, to be honest, this is why I wasn't a basketball guy. I, I I played ice hockey as a kid, so I was used to being real rough. Yeah. Right. And then I'd go play backyard basketball with my friends, and they'd be like, Drew, you you literally can't hit us like this. Like, you can't do that. That's a foul. I'm
2: like, what are you talking about?
4: <laughs> like, I just need to go get the ball. So it was just not fun. I was too rough for the game.
2: Yeah, that's a little different. <laughs> Where basketball is a little more finesse. Yeah, I had a few friends that were, like, rugby players and things like that, and then would go, like, play soccer and then would play basketball in, in you know, in gym class. And, like, like dude, you, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> the coach was like, you can't. You can't hit him like that. Like, oh, it was so
3: bad. It was fun. I never got it. It didn't make sense to me. No, I wasn't good at dribbling either. But that's besides the point. I didn't get the rest of it. <laughs> uh, that was that,
2: that was my game. Basketball was my life until you know after high school. Basically, I was I played basketball all my grade school and high school career. So I was just wondering if you had. Any remembrance of favorite teams that you played as when it came to NBA Jam? But I'm going to guess you really didn't have
3: any. <laughs> I wouldn't say favorite teams. I'm trying to remember because there was a team I always picked, but it was probably because of their colors. And I, you know what? I would also say, like, their jersey colors. I would also say um, my mom uh, is was a jazz fan. So that was prime Jazz, where they didn't win a title, but the team was really good. Well, and that's perfect um, and
2: because I, the Utah Jazz were the number one team in NBA Jam with so Carl Malone Melon John Stockton, team, maybe.
3: Because I, I remember the uh, the blue, the shade of blue, whatever that shade's called, and then the uh, purple, and I remember picking that a lot. Yeah.
2: Well, you picked it right. You picked a good team. Number 1 pick the best team to win Number 1 <laughs> I was always even though I wasn't a fan of them I was always the San Antonio Spurs because they had David Robinson and Sean Elliott and both of them were big dudes who could block shots and knock down three pointers like there was no tomorrow so that was always my team when it came to NBA Jam and just looking at the rankings you'll be happy to know that there was 27 teams 27 teams back then and the twenty seventh ranked team, the worst team on NBA Jam. You want to take one big guess? You're wearing their T-shirt. <laughs> yeah,
3: Bucks and Six. Bucks Milwaukee and
2: Six. Goddamn Bucks with Brad Lojas and Blue Edwards. God, I yeah, love were
3: the it. Bad. they were really bad. Gotta and love they it. were like, they were good, obviously, when they were the '80s. They were they could hang, but they never got past the next step. Yeah. '90s were bad. The '90s were bad with Frank Brickowski and yeah, Brad Lojas and ugh.
2: Ugh, brutal. I just had to bring that up to bring everybody down that the Milwaukee Bucks were the worst team. But, hey, NBA 2K20, Milwaukee Bucks are the number one team. So, you know, oh. comes back around. Comes back around. We'll take it. All right. Well, I think that's it. I think I think we're all done. You guys got any last thoughts? Anything you want to bring up here before we sign off?
4: Uh... There's a new Twitter account out there. If we want to talk about that,
2: is there now? There's a new
4: Twitter account out there, brand new. It just came out. Uh, You guys can take a guess at what it might be. I think I know. It is. Do you know? I do. Adam, do you know? I have a good idea. Twitter.com slash A Winner is You. The letter U, not Y O U. The letter U. A Winner is You. Uh, We got a Twitter account, everyone. It's official. So, there you go. Uh, no more at DPP over there. We have our official A Winners You Twitter account. Um, I like it. Where, at the very least, we're going to post about every show we do, uh, plus any other gaming news uh, that we come across uh, throughout the week in between the, the podcast. So, you know, follow us, and maybe at one point I'll learn. Uh, how to use twitter and i'll try to post something
3: <laughs> get the sound
2: clip okay. get the sound clip ready okay boomer this
4: yeah this is the okay, wrong boomer.
2: person
3: okay boomer
4: <laughs> he didn't have to play the clip he, he's got it <laughs> he can do it himself no so, uh i'm definitely the wrong person to be promoting uh, any sort of twitter account considering even my personal account has zero followers um but let's let's get this let's get this one more than 0 followers. That'd I'm nice. with you.
3: I'm with you. I never actually created a Twitter. So you know what? I'll jump on. But I need nicknames. I think we got to talk about that next week. We got to make some nicknames for us. We got to we got all be cool like the DD the DPP Dang. over there. That's, I came up with some quick It took quick me nicknames. years, man. It took years. Um, it took years I was like, to so come Sean, up with nicknames. Sean's not here. I was thinking he should be Tex. 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 <laughs>
2: oh.
3: It makes text. sense, right? It totally does. It you're does. a boomer. Yours is easy. <laughs> boomer oh, is text, that? Is that? And is that I was thinking, like, because I'm the youngest. I was thinking the baby, like something. Yeah. Nope. Something. I already, really got, your I already yeah, got your name. I already got your name. Can't come up with the your cooler.
2: Own yeah, you're the cooler. You're I the, don't cooler, mind the cooler. Cooler. Because you're AC. You're the cooler.
3: It doesn't have a ring like the baby, though. Well, nobody puts baby in the corner. So I just yeah. do all baby thing. It'd be really funny. Mm.
4: So why does
3: just because he called Boomer Dad doesn't this mean is
1: he com- has right, to a baby. Dad. <laughs>
4: uh, someday we'll go over some of those shenanigans on this podcast. I think uh, we maybe after, Maybe after quite a few more drinks than I've already had tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah. That'll be an After but, Dark uh, episode of A Winner Is You.
3: <laughs> tune in for the after show <laughs> where we <laughs> yeah. keep the party going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have my that'll be a party late
2: night enough. after a game of Catan and, yeah, oh, yeah. A, bo- a bottle of Captain...
4: Yeah, yeah, Michael hard. I like we're proving way. the nerdiness now when we're talking Catan
2: and board games and Yeah. That's
3: and yeah. Billy Mitchell. That's coming.
2: <laughs> that is still in the works. <laughs> yeah. We are still working on a video podcast of tabletop simulator of possibly a game of Catan that will be happening in the yeah. near future. It'd be awesome.
4: We are working on that. There are some technical difficulties we're working through, but uh stay tuned. I think we'll we'll figure it out soon enough here. What do you, so, what do you youngsters have to figure it out? This, yeah. uh, this
2: old man, yeah, oh, I can't do a thing. I've been, I've been, <laughs> <Not me. laughs> I've been benchmarking. I'm benchmarking with a few other guys on different podcasts that do video podcasts on how they do their are things. You are you cheating on us? Well, you know, he's on I'm benchmarking like podcasts. Uh, benchmarking, benchmarking. Yeah. Speaking of podcasts, I mean? podcasts, speaking of podcasts, look at that segue. You can follow. I have you can. Final note if you, you if you, you want to hear finish. more, of, you want to hear more of my, so You got a final word over there,
3: cooler? Yeah. Billy Mitchell always has a plan. (laughs) (laughs) That's the line. That's the quote. That's
2: right. I remember that. I remember that. (laughs) Billy Mitchell always has a plan. Billy Mitchell. God, that guy was great. That might be. That might be the title of this episode. Billy Mitchell always has a
3: plan. <laughs> that's good. And you don't hear it until the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're
2: gonna, they're it wasn't even something we talked talk? about. When did they talk about Billy Mitchell? They gotta
4: be did talking about him at some point
2: here. <laughs> we barely did. It wasn't even a topic. Perfect. It just came up in conversation. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Oh.
4: That, that's the that's the quality content you that's get here it at the winners' you Hey. We had
2: one episode of the DWI podcast called Mike Tyson fights a kangaroo and it was one of the highest trending episodes ever. So, you know, it's all about shock value. Did you talk about Mike Tyson
4: fighting a kangaroo? We talked about
2: Mike Tyson. I think we mentioned that he tried to fight a kangaroo once, but basically it wasn't much of the topic. We just mentioned it passing (laughs) because Mike Tyson was on AEW and we had to talk about Mike Tyson. And so we did our best Mike Tyson impressions. And oh, one boy. of us said how I tried to fight a you know Mike Ty in Mike Tyson's voice that he tried to fight a kangaroo. Gotcha. You know, You're not gonna for a bag so of Doritos.
0: Do you want me to talk about Mike Tyson? I tell Mike Tyson. <laughs> he was, uh, he's a big fighter. I like to get in the ring and I like to fight. I like to. I'll fight for a bag of Doritos. If you want me to fight, I'll fight a kangaroo. I'll fight him. I'll fight him. I don't <laughs> I care if it's Chris Jericho or, or <laughs> he a
3: looks kangaroo. Scary. It's
2: the same. Yeah. Oh, he looks. For fifty years old or whatever, dude. He's oof.
3: ready to get back in the ring. Oof. He looks scary. Yeah. Like, he's in shape. No, I'm good. Yeah. No <laughs> thanks. I nope.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I we love you, f-
4: Mike Tyson. Don't come after us. Yeah,
2: I'll stick to Mike Tyson's punch out and try and beat him there. That's yeah. <laughs> if you want to take your shot at Mike Tyson. Zero zero seven three seven three five nine six three. There you go. Oh, jeez. Look at you. That's your code.
3: Yeah. That brings you right to the Life! right to the match.
2: Life! Yeah. Yeah. That brings you right to Mike Tyson. Screw all the other yeah. bullshit.
3: That's fair though. That's what you that's what you're playing for. That's
2: right. That's right. It's for all the marbles.
3: That'd What's been a thing? good spot for that sound bite I want you to add.
2: Oh yeah. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll talk.
3: One day. One day.
2: Alright. So let's close this thing out. <laughs> talk about other podcasts. I'm also, if you like if you like listening to me for some reason, I'm also on the DWI podcast, which drops every Saturday where we talk all things basically Raw and SmackDown, a little AEW for your wrestling needs. Make sure you go to TheChairShot.com to follow all things wrestling, where we talk WWE, AEW, NWA, New Japan, Impact, everything wrestling, as well as the brand new entertainment section, which includes not just us at A Winner Is You, but also Bandwagon Nerds, also, all sorts of sports stuff. Three-Man Weave and Weekly Blitz are on there. It's growing almost every day. We've got all sorts of stuff, movie reviews and some video game reviews. There's definitely more of those to come, so continue to follow Chairshot.com. Also, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash TheChairShot where you can find all different sorts of Pro Wrestling t-shirts as well as at least one, a Winners You t-shirt that is currently in the works and probably more to come, but... Keep an eye out for that. We're getting ready to release our first t-shirt, boys. You mentioned Twitter. at a winner is you, the letter U, as well as Facebook at the same location. A winner is you, the letter U. You can follow us all there for your different posts for the episodes and random news and things that we see that we find interesting that we want to share with the world. So keep following us on Twitter and on Facebook. And I think that is all she wrote for episode three. Thanks again for listening and for making us one of the highest rated podcasts to start. And I hope you continue to listen because more things are to come. And as we gave you the teaser, the next episode is going to be all about virtual reality. So with that, thank you very much for listening. This is a winner is you, and remember it is dangerous to game alone. Take us.